Welcome to the 145 World Podcast, where we are here to strengthen music careers and communities one song at a time. And now, here's your host, Jacob Wing. Yeah! Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to talk about that first time, or maybe you're switching the amount of people you're playing with, and you just haven't been out there playing shows, but either way, you're going out to start playing gigs for the first time in a situation and you're not sure what to get paid. Well, today we're gonna to go over exactly how much you should be charging or what you should be expecting. And let's get deep into that right now. So first thing to talk about is that there's no overall easy answer right here. I can't just say, you are gonna go play a solo show, you should charge this amount. That doesn't work, it isn't realistic. I'm not gonna to lie to you and say that's what it's gonna be like that going out into the world. So, we're just gonna go through some really easy steps on how to figure out the whole money situation when it comes to playing live music. So let's start from the beginning. Just like anything else, just like every other part of your career and your life that you've decided to take on and go headfirst into and try something new, first things first is you gotta do the research. So let's keep it really simple here. Usually my advice for anybody that's going out for the first time and needs to know what kind of money they should be talking about here? The first thing to talk about is what I call a two and two. And what that means is that the bare minimum of research that you need to do is talk to two people, two artists that are doing the same thing you're doing, and then two venues that you would want to play at that are relatively close to where you are. So let's talk about that first two. The first two are... Artists that are in your genre, that are in your, your style of music, that are playing the shows that you want to be playing right now, and you need to reach out to them. And so the first thing we need to talk about is that when you're reaching out to others, you need to be very humble and understanding about you're asking for their time and, and knowledge and experience and be very humble and very thankful and respectful. If they don't have time, that's fine. Somebody will. Somebody's going to feel that exact pain and suffering of going through those first steps and they're gonna take a little bit of pity on you and they're gonna tell you, here's what I've been doing and they'll, they'll walk you through those steps. So my recommendation is to use whatever social media you've been following or using to start your career and research somebody that is in your area. So if you're a singer songwriter just going out to play your first solo shows, Dig a little deeper, find somebody around there that you respect that's playing shows. They might be more experienced than you, but it's a great just to reach out and say, hey, my name is so-and-so. I've been listening to music. I've been watching you. I really respect what you do. Would you be able to help me as I'm starting to get my first start out in playing my own first live shows and I don't know where to start? And I guarantee you pretty quickly, somebody's going to step up to the plate and start helping you out with their first time and what all that kind of information. The kind of questions that you want to ask are, where did you get your start? How much were you getting paid when you started? And what would you, what kind of things would you recommend for me as I'm getting my first start doing this? And those really general easy questions will really start to fill in how much money and, and what they're getting paid in the beginning and where they got their start. And, you know, this kind of information is invaluable. Now, the next two of the two and two is the venues. So for those, 
And I'm sure during your time talking to the first two minimum of artists that you talk to, they will have dropped some names of either venues, shows, uh, breweries, tap houses, uh, all those kind of things where they've played their first gigs. And maybe just pick one of those that they've listed and give them a call. Yes, you've got to use your phone on this one. There's other methods. I know there's ways to contact people that do the booking. Right now, we're going to make a phone call. And the important part about this is just making a quick first contact. You don't want to suck or you would be a time suck for somebody because these are very busy individuals. But as long as you're straightforward and being honest, and that's the key to all of this, just get straight to the point. And you're going to ask them straight up front, like, hey, I'm a new artist and I need to figure out where I should play my first show and, and are you, you know those kind of things. Just straightforward. Hey, are you guys booking any shows right now? I'm a first time artist. And then ask them the details. So with the venues, you're going to ask about what kind of music they have playing it there. And if they're uh, allowing covers, because that's a big thing, some places don't allow you to play covers. And I guarantee you, if you're playing your first show, you're going to have some covers. So you're going to want to ask that question. And then the other thing that you're going to want to ask about is what kind of time frame. So that's really important. So if they only want you to play an hour, half an hour, you know, that's great. Great first start. But if it's someplace it's like, I need you to fill three to five hours, that's a pretty big set list. And especially if they aren't letting you use covers, that's going to be tough to fill with all originals, especially early in your career. So these are the kind of things that you just want to find out. Hi there, and welcome to the ad break. We're just going to take a moment to let everybody know about our community of growing members. And if you'd like to be a part of that, just look at the info below and there will be a click there for an email sign up to join in and get your voice heard. As well, if you're enjoying this content, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash the numbers 145 world there you can join any of our groups and you can add to the discussion of what topics we will choose that will help you and hopefully future members of our groups as well as join monthly q a's and other such benefits again that's patreon.com slash the numbers 145 world and we look forward to seeing you there now back to that regularly scheduled episode and enjoy that content thanks again So at this point, you know, you've asked exactly, you know, do you, what kind of music's played there? Uh, are you booking? How much is, how much are you paying for a show? And then at that point, you're going to ask for a, a contact and some kind of email. And this is what you want. You want an email. You don't want a phone number or a text. And they may be very friendly. Like, who can I email? That kind of stuff really is helpful with booking agents. People that have to take all the time to book these people really love to be able to talk over email because it lets them fit their usually extra duty into their day by just slipping into an email and being like, okay, I can take care of this right now. I can knock this out. I can go do more work over here, do this. It's almost always somebody who's got a three other jobs on top taking care of booking. So asking for that email so that you can talk on their convenience ups your chances of getting booked. Now, we've done the research with the two and two. The important thing here is to take those numbers that you got from two venues and two artists and find a happy average. 
And the point is that that's not going to be your price. The point is that you know what people are getting paid for playing music around you, and you've got a ballpark to work with. Now, early in your career, or if you're switching, like if you were a solo artist, going into being like a band, a full band, that's a whole different booking process. That's a whole different amount of money. So you'd probably go through this exact process. When you're doing this early, the key to success and getting this done is just be flexible. Be a flexible human being. That will get you so much further than being, I get this pay, I get paid this much amount and, you know, I won't haggle. I won't do anything like that. I get this. I'm sorry. You just, you can't be a diva at this point in your career. I'm sorry. It's not going to work. So being flexible is the number one key to making all of this work, especially like you're saying, we're early, we're new, or we're switching, that kind of thing. Um, so we've got some information to use. We've got that email that we can make that contact. And now's the time that you can reach out and make that first contact through email. An important part about this is making it short and quick. Like I said, most of these people are doing other jobs on top of this. And to really get the clarifying questions through quickly and very precisely. A really huge key to this is just being friendly, introducing yourself and asking about, you know, what kind of information they need from you to get booked and then including anything, any quick links that can get them directly to any information about you, your social media stuff, any website, any booking information that you have, any past things that they can reference to help them know where to put you or if they should book you for their venue. And then just send it off like, hey, I'm available. Contact me here. Here's my info. I'm looking to get booked between, you know, these dates and here. Those kind of things real quick, real fast. So that's our first email. And honestly, that's probably the hardest part. Now let's talk about a follow-up email. Either one, they've contacted you back and given you information. Or many times in this these instances, and it it could happen over and over and over again. I've seen it many times. You may have to do follow-ups of, hey, I've con- I've tried to get a hold of you earlier. Just wondering if you had any time to let me know about the information I asked for earlier. Just let me know at your earliest convenience. You may have to do those follow-up emails with them a couple times, which is pretty standard, and that's okay. But when you finally get to the point where you're getting a response and you're getting your, your questions answered and you've come to the point where they've told you what all that you're going to get paid and all that kind of stuff. And you come to the agreement of, yes, I'd like to book. This is the time to get a contract in place. It could be very simple, just written out. And and here's some things that you want to get done with getting that first booking done. You want to make sure that in that first contract that you are setting all your terms as of, you know, first and foremost, the exact amount of money getting paid for this, this gig, for the show, for your performance. The second thing you want to talk about is your cancellation policy. If something comes up, which it always does in our line of work, you want to be sure that you have something in place to know what happens if you need to cancel and and move on to a different time slot or something like that, or how, how soon you have to do that, how, how long you have before the show airs to give them enough time to rebook that slot. And also for them, if they need to cancel – you know, what are there any ramifications? Was there a deposit involved? Usually in your first shows, there's almost never any kind of deposit or anything like that. But those are the kind of things that you want to keep in mind. Um, 
Another thing to have written down and in this contract is your time limits, exactly how long they want to book you for to play music. Uh, you don't want to want to be in one of those shows where they're like, I just paid you to play a show. They told you maybe half an hour to an hour and three hours in, you're still playing for the exact same amount of money. That's not okay. And that's not okay in any line of work and especially not okay to take advantage of you. So those are things that have to be in the contract. Anything else that goes in the contract is just anything that would be extra. Like, are they going to compensate you for travel? It's not very common in your first gigs, but that's okay. And also, but there's other things like, are they going to give you a meal if it's a restaurant or if they're serving food? Is that included? Are they going to give you some kind of extra compensation? You can throw them in there. It, like I said, be flexible. It's not important to be in the contract, but just make sure anything that you talk about or agree upon that it's in that contract. So these are all the first steps that you need to take to get that first booking and to get rolling and start getting those live shows taken out there. Remember, we all talk about getting promotion out there, doing our social media, how to grow as an artist. The number one way to promote yourself is live shows. To be out there playing music in front of others, there's no substitution for this. So if you're like a lot of us where it takes us, we'll drag our feet and we'll produce the music and we'll try to get the perfect this or that to make sure it happens. Just get out there and start playing music. Nothing connects you with other people. Nothing will build you, your brand, and who you are like playing live music. So I hope these steps were very straightforward and help you get out there and take those first steps and get you paid what you're worth, which is number one. So if you have any questions, just let us know, put them in the comments, uh, contact us. If you need some help getting uh, your set list together or anything like that, just contact us. We're happy to help. In the description, we have a link to our Patreon, which has tons of free stuff on getting your start and getting the most out of your music and your gear. All that's free. Please take advantage of it. And please uh, come back for our next episode and we'd love to help you with more and grow together. So thank you so much. See you in the next one. Bye.